this is for all the ladies out there. This 2020, we're not going to try and be as peace, okay? We're going to be as problem. Because guess what? There's five other hoes trying to be as peace. You got to stand out. Be different. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I am Chris. I am Doyen, a.k.a. happy to be here. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> so, Doyen, what has been going on with you this week and what are you drinking? Uh, I'll start with what I was working on today. So, my friend and I went to Deep Ellum, which is kind of like a trendy area in town. And we did this, like, craft in bar type situation so ooh, <laughs> i made a distressed wood painting that says home but the o is mississippi state oh <laughs> and so that made Cute. me happy yeah so i have a whole thing that i should probably put up on a wall someday uh yesterday i ordered a table on amazon and so I'm waiting for it to get here so that my friends can help me put it together because I don't follow directions. <laughs> oh, joy and no. I take such joy in like putting things together, mm-hmm. laying out the directions and laying out all the pieces. And, you know, you got to connect F to G and H. And I love it. I love it. I take no joy in that. So <laughs> I wish you were here so you could build it for me. Um, <laughs> I feel so accomplished when it's over and it's like, yes, I can do things. Mm. Um, <laughs> otherwise, what have I done? I finished reading uh, My Sister the Serial Killer this weekend. Have you? I haven't started. <laughs> it's a really, like, well, I physically read the book, but it's a really short read. Like, the chapters are so, so short and it's so quick. <laughs> I, um, I actually didn't I didn't buy the physical book. I downloaded it to my, um, uh, well, I don't have a Kindle, but to my Kindle iPad app, for yeah. the Kindle app. So, you know, when, when, when we decided that's what we were reading, I just went ahead and downloaded it. Yeah. And I actually don't know why I did it that way because I don't like reading on my iPad. I really don't. Yeah. But I guess cause I thought, <laughs> I thought we were going to have a pretty quick turnaround. So I was like, let me hurry up and get it. But mm-hmm. as you can see, that didn't even make me start. So I haven't started yet, but I will have it read in time. Funny uh, enough. I promise. <laughs> I bought it as um, a nook book cause I actually have a nook. But then I was like, I want a physical book. And um, Barnes & Noble had a discount if I bought the physical book. And so then I went and bought the physical book. Because I feel like it's something that I could put on my, you know, shelf. Yeah. It's like a good shelf book. That's funny because somebody... (laughs) I was at a restaurant and they're like, what are you reading? I'm like, oh, my sister, the serial killer. Which doesn't make me seem that, (laughs) you know, sane. But it was... (laughs) You know, none of the books I read make me seem sane. So, <laughs> I probably will end up going back and buying the physical copy because I just like yeah. physical books. Yeah. And it's really difficult to, like, I can't even, because I struggle sometimes with Audible. It just depends on what type of book it is. If it has mm-hmm. a lot of moving parts, I, I can't do it. Yeah. I love listening to, like, um, 
biographies and autobiographies like those do really well for me on on the um, audible but same yeah certain books i just have to have that physical copy in my hand i don't know i zone out on fiction all the time but for the most part i I do well with our biographies or if i'm listening to fiction it's not when i'm at work so it's at home when i'm cooking and i'm actually listening and so right now on my audible i'm listening to the ai who loved me and it's like kind of futurism, but it's with black people, <laughs> which <Okay>. I love. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's what I've been listening to on Audible. Also, I'm listening to The Hemingses, which is just, you know. The what? The Hemingses. You know, The Hemings mm. with yeah. the Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, so I'm learning yeah. a lot history-wise about mm. that family and things like that, so. I'm doing a lot, but I've only finished my first book of 2020, so (laughs) how do you work on it? Um, Because I said I was going to read 20 books in 2020, and I'm like, girl. (laughs) Have I finished? I Well, I've started several books in 2020. Right. I haven't finished anything. I'm not going to tell y'all what I'm reading, because I've been reading it for the longest, and y'all really going to think I'm slow, but... (laughs) Well, I don't, you know what? I don't mind telling it because I've told it before, but it's just, it's the last Harry Potter book and I'm just taking it by bits and pieces and I'm sad. And yeah, so yeah, there's that. I, I, haven't, I haven't finished any book in 2020. So now I feel ignorant. So what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> I am drinking a Jameson and Coke. It's very simple. Yum. And fast. And I've been drinking old fashions all day. So it's good. <laughs> It doesn't clash. Oh, you had a day. <laughs> it was you a day. Had a day. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a real old-fashioned mood lately. I had an old-fashioned Friday. I think I had a couple yesterday, and I had one today. Ooh. So not all day, but um, <laughs> yeah, I've had old fashions every day this weekend. <laughs> oh wow! And you just buy the ingredients and make it at home. <laughs> That would probably be more cost effective, mm-hmm. but um, I don't think, well, I know for myself and I think you and I are alike in this. I don't think we always concern ourselves with what's most cost effective. <laughs> so I think the thing is, I think once I buy the cubes, I will feel a little bit more official about making it at home. And then mm. I'm buying this whole dining table. So... <laughs> Okay. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So are you going to host a dinner party? Maybe. Once this oh. crazy ass dog <laughs> learns how to don't deal with blame, people. But don't blame things on Roxy. I also have an idea because at the craft place they had a lot of like quirky adult coloring books. So I wanna have like an mm-hmm. adult coloring party. So they had, like, the people of Walmart, which I love. And then there was, like, music, um, stars. They had, like, Beyonce in it and some other stuff. And I'm like, oh, I can just get quirky coloring books and then people can come over and color. It'll be great. <laughs> yes. Listen, the I have two adult coloring books, and both of them stress me the fuck out. And I'm like, this is not supposed to happen. And so I have found that what I like best is this app and it's on my, it's on my iPad pro and I don't have Mm -hmm. it with me. So I don't remember the name of it, but 
it is like hands down the best. I like it. I use it, you know, with the Apple Pencil or whatever. And mm-hmm. I really love the pictures there. But the pictures in my two adult books, they're just too involved. Yeah. There are too many small pieces. And like it stresses me out. And that's not supposed to happen. So. Yeah. The ones that I was looking at, and there was one that was like called like Color Me Drunk. And there was like a page where it was Ooh. like. 99 bottles of beer on the wall. So you like put your start date and you color for each beer you have. And then you put your end date. And hopefully it's not a week. (laughs) 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 And then there's like stuff like drawing a line sober versus drawing a line drunk. So I want that one, definitely. But um, that sounds fun for a party. That sounds fun for a party. I would say my favorite coloring book to date is precious moments because <laughs> they're, they're just like big features and you can color and not. yeah i tried to like i had a mandala one and i was like this shit is too small and i can't that that's <laughs> one of the ones i have that stresses me the fuck out yes yeah. i was like yes. i can't do that <laughs> my um my car bible is a precious moments bible <laughs> <laughs> I have a car Bible, I have a work Bible, and a home Bible. <laughs> My Bible just stays oh. in the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know what? I can't tell you the last time I've used a physical Bible, because I always use the app on my phone. So, but here we are, 2020. <laughs> one last thing. Today, because I did Bible drill as a kid, it's the pastor's like, we're going to read together. And knowing full well that the pastor's uh, version was not going to be mine, I like still flipped before he got there and I was like ready to read and I was like thank you Bible drills <laughs> for helping me to be able to speed <laughs> flip to the chapter that I need to be on <laughs> my mom and I used to race each other in church <laughs> to see who can Bible drills so, yeah. was like so intense because we had to hold our Bible in a certain way and then it'd be like go and then you gotta like flip it like yeah <laughs> But I feel like I've I gotten so rusty. <laughs> no, I've gotten so rusty now with using my phone that I'm sure you'd beat me. But yeah, my my mom and I used to race to see who could get there first, and that made me pretty, you know, swift. But yeah, I've gotten rusty now. Let me get my Bible out of my car. We can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I am not challenging you at all. <laughs> I am not challenging, no, ma'am. Um, so. This week, this past week, speaking of cost effective, I am just, I have a bad habit of trying to buy happiness. (laughs) Not that I was necessarily sad, but like, Mm -hmm. so one day I went to work when I didn't really want to go to work. And since I made myself go to work and I stayed most of the day, I I ended up walking down the street to a little boutique and I bought like two dresses (laughs) <laughs> I bought a new keychain. <laughs> like, like every day I've been one day because I went to work and I did. Oh, ooh, I dealt with someone at work that I didn't want to deal with. And I had been putting it off. Mm. And I was so proud of myself for going ahead and dealing with it that I went to Lowe's and bought some shelves to go in my shower. <laughs> so it's like all, every day this week I've made like a purchase for something that I didn't necessarily need. I bought new um gloves for like cleaning and washing mm-hmm. dishes 
One pair is pink. One pair is purple. Um, I have, I bought new, you know, last week I mentioned I had ordered new house shoes. I mm-hmm. ordered a second pair of house shoes. For why? My travel, for my, to be my hotel house shoes. Because I, <laughs> I, I couldn't find the other one. I put them in the washer and I'm pretty sure it's probably in a hotel room somewhere. So I got another pair. I've just been buying all week. I bought some of those goalie gummies. Mm-hmm. Oh, my coworker bought the ACB ones. They're really good. That's 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 what I got. That's what they are. They're yeah. really good. They are. Oh well, I didn't know if because I was like, are these good or is it just because I'm fasting and and <laughs> so I'm sneaking and eating these right now. It's better than putting ACB good. in my body. <laughs> it really is. Um, like some of my friends have asked me, like, do the gummies work? And I don't know yet if it's yeah. working. But in all honesty, I don't know how much ACV really works. I just took it every day. And I got to the point where I would just take it. Like, I didn't right. mix it with water or anything, which yep. is bad. Guys, you are supposed to water it down. Mm-hmm. It's really bad if you don't. And it had started, like, eating away at my tongue. <laughs> like, you could tell my yeah. tongue was just torn into pieces. But... Yeah, yeah, um, those gummies are good, y'all. Check them out. <laughs> uh, last weekend, I bought an Apple Watch, and so I'm banned for buying stuff for happiness for a while. <laughs> is this this isn't your first Apple Watch, though, right? No, but the one that I had before so. was a Series Zero, and now I have a Series Five. <laughs> Ooh, let me upgrade you. Okay, okay. Well, tonight I am keeping it simple and having a lemonade vodka with uh, absolute peach vodka. Mm. I wanted to try another one of those um, absolute juices, Mm -hmm. but I went to, I stopped at a little country um, liquor store and they didn't have them. So I just got the peach absolute. Mm. Peach lemonade is good. And I like the Peach Absolute. Remember when Peach Ciroc first came out and everybody mm-hmm. was like going crazy about it? I don't like it. It is really syrupy to me. I just don't. Oh, it's, Ciroc it's too, is syrupy. I, well, see, I love coconut Ciroc. I love the coconut. But oh. that 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 Peach Ciroc was just too, it was too sweet, too syrupy. I've always preferred Absolute. So a little Absolute. Uh, peach vodka with a little um, Simply Lemonade mm-hmm. and I'm good to go tonight. Sounds delicious. So I don't mm-hmm. have a review because I'm not well prepared today. So we're going to move along to our current events. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite alright. I think our listeners are just used to us. <laughs> right. <laughs> we're full of shit, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> On to your current events. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> wait, I'm sorry. I was like, okay. Okay, Okay, wait, do it again, do it again. On to the current events. I'm just sitting here, I'm just sitting here like, well, damn, do it. I was like, I heard your ice, and I was like, maybe that's it, and I didn't hear it, but whatever. Um, Okay, so Chris told me that we had to put Florida people um, <laughs> I did not. And the rest of our podcast forevermore. <laughs> I did not. So, um, I did not. <laughs> our first episode, our article is about uh, a Florida man dies 
um, after his girlfriend leaves him in the suitcase. And she said they were playing hide and seek. But there's recordings on her phone that he was fucking like, hey, I can't breathe. Let me the fuck out of here. And she still didn't let him out. <laughs> you know what's funny is that is the same article I was going to add. If you didn't have a Florida article, I made a separate, like, in my notes. So I keep a list of just different things I see all week that I think will be good for the show. I have a separate list of, of Florida, Florida people. <laughs> and that's the one I was going to put on tonight's show. So we yeah. see each other. <laughs> Well, Sarah Boone is going to jail. <laughs> I was like, this is not how hide and seek works. Right. I don't, you, you I don't can't think so. zip a nigga up in a suitcase and be like, hide and seek. How he go? Right. You know where he is, so you there's know no seat. <laughs> That's not how this works, ma'am. And she's just like, oh, I just, I was drunk and passed out. And like, girl, no. You're I mean, <laughs> I can see how that could happen. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, that is true. That okay. is true. Also, I guess maybe it's I guess maybe it's the way he was folded that made him where he couldn't breathe cuz I mean, you can definitely get air through a suit. Well, you know what? Maybe not. It may not be the type of suitcase I'm thinking of. So maybe she watched too much of Ocean's 11 cuz that little Asian dude Folded himself in there and made you think that you could fold people into a suitcase. And that's Listen, not true. when I was smaller, <laughs> I have definitely gotten inside of a suitcase before. Like, me and my friends have done that to each other. But you can breathe. Never. But, <laughs> but they were always, because the zipper, like, air can get, I mean, it's not a lot of air, but you can breathe. Right. But yeah. she may have had a different, she may have had one of those hard suitcases. So it may have not been as, you know, Sarah <laughs> may have not been an airflow to jail. <laughs> she, what's Sarah going? I guess going? when you going? To jail. To jail. You go to jail, bitch. Period. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. Period. <laughs> Period. Right, Period, so, Pooh. <laughs> this past weekend, um, the South Carolina primaries happened. And things started to South Carolina. Like when you say that, I want to. <laughs> sorry, want to raise up. <laughs> sorry, things just started to make a little bit more sense. Um, in terms of people winning and delegates and things. Mm-hmm. Not like I love Biden, but <laughs> he did it take. Sense. Yeah, it made more sense. So he did take. Yeah. Um, uh, South Carolina. Um, Sanders is still at the top of the pledge delegate, so he's at 60, Biden's at 53. Uh, Bridges was at 26, Warren is at 8, Klobuchar's at 7. I'm, like, really disappointed that, like, Warren isn't doing better than she is, but, you know, that's why I'm voting Tuesday. Um, but because of that, there's been a lot of, you know, things happening. So, For one, to start the day that that election happened, Steyer dropped out of the race because um, he's from South Carolina. So if he could <laughs> carry South Carolina well, there was nothing else happening. I mean, if you can't carry <laughs> South Carolina, what else could you go? <laughs> and the funny thing about it was, like, on Twitter, he was 
dancing to back that ass up. But his <laughs> only his top half was dancing to it. So he's moving his shoulders and his elbows. And I was like, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> His feet were planted firmly in the Lord. Right. The bottom half was Ain't no. the bottom half was on the straight and narrow. Okay. Ain't no hip swivel. It was a Baptist uh-uh. dance. Like you don't move no hips when you Baptist. So he no, was just moving no. his. And I was like, oh, why is this happening? Uh, there's so many jokes about Steyer and then his daughter. They were like, his daughter dances like. Her dad stopped her from dating a black guy in high school. Ooh. 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 So, oh, I just got a text from my mommy. She's home. Yay. Where was she before? <laughs> <laughs> we were we were all at Granny's house today. Got it. So yeah. she was letting me know she made it home. Anyway, Yay. anywho. Um, so <laughs> this one happened today, and I was actually shocked. But Booty says, Me too. Dropped out of the presidential race. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm happy. I'm sorry. But I was like, honestly, there's a whole lot of more white states. He probably could have done better, but he dropped so quick. It's very suspicious. (laughs) It's very suspicious because it's like, I mean, I was ready for him to get out of the race because I don't want him. Right. But he's done so well. Yeah, and this was just—I don't know. This was weird to me that he—I he, mean, I don't know. I'm chuckling at his son's name, Chasten. I mean, not his son, his husband, Chasten Bootychish. And I was like, his name is Chasten. <laughs> Chasten the booty. <laughs> but uh, the booty. yeah, like I felt like there are still more white states that would have voted for him. Uh, like I think it was Colorado. weird. I, that, <laughs> that just was. That was. I don't know. It was very unexpected. I, I, I definitely was like, huh? Yeah, I thought he was going to hold a little bit longer. Yeah. Um. So that brings us to the last person who I'm like, why are you still fucking here, Tulsi Gabbard? <laughs> How is she still in the race? Oh. Why is she still in the race? And so. I listened to a clip from CNN, and they were talking about just generally, like, the South Carolina primary. Uh, Andrew Yang is in there giving his thoughts. And they were like, why is Tulsi Gabbard still in the race? And <laughs> Andrew said, Cooper, he's so damn shady, and I love it. <laughs> he was like, oh, I thought she wanted to be a Fox contributor. <laughs> like, <laughs> Listen, he said it so... Seriously, <laughs> he said it so innocently, right. like, oh, I mean, is it that what she? Listen, Anderson Fox is so fucking fun. I call him Anderson Fox. Oh my god, I'm so mm-hmm. sorry, Anderson Cooper. I'm sorry. Right. I was getting ready to call you a Silver Fox, or, and that's how my words got twisted. I thought you but, were like calling him Rick Fox. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> listen, that's another fine Silver Ooh. Fox, but Anderson Cooper is so fine, and it's like I love when he posts pics of him. Mm-hmm. From when he was like a teen doing like mission work and he's all shirtless and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he is in Oxford a lot. Like they have, if I'm not mistaken, they have like season ticks for um, uh, football for Ole Miss. 
Um, that doesn't make me like him. <laughs> well, I wasn't. I I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I liked I him, so- and then you brought that shit up, and I don't understand. I'm sorry. <laughs> but if you, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> he has an apartment on the square, and you're not I helping. I'm sorry. Never. Forget it. He doesn't do any of that. None okay. of that. <laughs> I actually think that's probably like more so Vanderbilt tickets. And that's probably like that Vanderbilt his money. family. Yeah. Like that's probably more of his family's thing and not his. So we okay. won't hold it against him. Okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because he is a Vanderbilt. He has the Vanderbilt money. Um. I thought it was interesting that Andrew Yang was, like, already in the political, like, commentary game on CNN. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He, that may have been his yeah. end goal. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> so, next up. Um, uh, Deacon Justin Bieber. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, maybe it's because Beyonce gave Haley that like uh you know orange box but now Justin Bieber be singing never would have made it and he's like you know he's not there with the black people but he's like right under <laughs> like he's close <laughs> listen so <laughs> I saw that on my timeline mm-hmm. I saw it when you posted it to the group mm-hmm. and neither times did I open it because I don't want to see that not so much because I'm <laughs> but because like it's, uh, Kanye is not going, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to let him do that to me because right. I love gospel music. Like mm-hmm. one one day we're going to talk about church in mm. general and how church has really. Sometimes I get pissed off because. There's so many parts of church that turned me off from church and They're I get really angry fucking about out it. People. Yeah. <laughs> and and I get I get angry about it because I love gospel music so much and sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like you took that away from me. Mm-hmm. Like the ability for me to go and hear it live and in person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so I love gospel music and Kanye knows this mm-hmm. and he you he know what he's doing. Right. He said a long time ago, a long time ago he said he had to put the gospel on the drums. He knew what he was doing. Yeah. And I just refuse. I have never watched a single clip from Sunday service. And sometimes you can tell they be getting down. But yeah. I'm like, I am not gonna give you the opportunity to rope me in. So I haven't seen it. But now Justin Justin came from a very religious family. I don't know exactly what uh denomination he is but mm-hmm. i remember in his like i don't know if it was like a vh1 behind the music or something like that when his mom was talking about like how one thing that made her okay with him spending so much time with usher is because usher took him to church mm-hmm. and like she the, he came from a very like christian family so i'm not that surprised yeah um but i i just was like they were talking. <laughs> they were talking about it on the uh, Joe Budden podcast, mm-hmm. and they were like, "All of the soul and emotion that is a part of that song. The song has never would have made it for those of you who didn't listen, like mm-hmm. me." They said all of the emotion and soul that was in that song. He just took it out. They were like, "He just sounded like a little white boy." <laughs> 
I won't say that. So I still think he did very well for a white person singing that song. Like, like it wasn't, it wasn't Marvin Sapp singing it, but I think he did really right. well on that. So I won't, so I won't take that ever, away from him. I think he did really well for him being a white person. <laughs> have you ever been to? Have you ever been to a Pentecostal church? I try to stay away from those. <laughs> okay. Okay. I well I worked in an area that was very mm-hmm. heavily Pentecostal and those were some white people mm-hmm. that you would have thought that you were at a black gospel church. Like it was mm-hmm. so I guess I guess I'm not giving him leeway because I've heard white people do gospel and do it well. So it's yeah, like, I think he did it well. Like, I'm but not also I didn't hear him. him. Yeah, because well, I, I was about to say, and also I didn't hear him, so I don't know. But, but uh, that just what that made me think of when you said for a white person, I'm like, I don't know. I've heard some white choirs get down, like he, do an amazing job. Yeah, I I cannot, I cannot take it away from him. He did well for it. For okay. what he did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I get it. Like, I'm not, I'm usually, I don't listen to anything else Kanye does, but I just happened to listen to Justin. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, I refuse. I also gave you a side eye when you put it in the group chat because I was yes. like, now, do you know good and well that I don't fuck with no Sunday service like that? <laughs> but I, right. but I understood. I understood your point was that it was, you know, Justin or whatever. Yeah, it was and, um, good. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, also, random tidbit. Apparently, Adam Driver used to be in his church choir because his stepdad was a pastor. And I was like, huh? Oh. <laughs> huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I I would say Justin did good. And I would implore you to listen to him. He did good. Yeah. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> but... I mean, now, if you put Adam Driver on there, if you get him up there singing, then I might have to click on it. I'm just saying. Adam Driver is one of those white guys that's like, sometimes he is so hot, and then sometimes he is not. Yeah, I was looking at him in SNL, and I was like, why is your face like that? <laughs> What's going on with your beard? But, you know, his... But you went... Didn't you go to see um, Star Wars with your bae? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched I all of Girls, and I'm like, I have big feelings about him. I wasn't attracted to him. I wasn't. I look, wait. Let me take that back. There were some things about his personality mm-hmm. that I was attracted to in Girls, but to him physically, mm-hmm. I wasn't attracted to him physically in Girls. It wasn't until I saw him in Star Wars as Kylo Ren that I was like... No, because I hate Kylo Ren. (laughs) No, we don't. We don't hate Kylo Ren. I hate Kylo Ren. He he killed his daddy. (laughs) I am a daddy's girl and I cannot condone... He was being tempted by the dark side. I cannot condone killing daddies. Like, I'm a daddy's girl. Like, I can't. (laughs) Joyen, oh my god, no. Kylo Ren is hot. I'm sorry, and he's a good guy. He finally, he finally chose the light, just like his granddad. Like, oh, I would like to have this discussion with Richard, please. 
Richard and I will have a great talk about this. Last movie. Okay. Uh, so next up, so um, <laughs> I felt so bad in like checking at this. So I watched actually on Twitter. I watched the tumble without having cocaine. It's an Oprah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. She was like walking and talking, and then she took this fall. But it was such a fucking auntie fall, and I'm like, as she was falling, I was like, how can you not want to be called an auntie? Listen. Because <laughs> it was an auntie fall. <laughs> I really, like, so I had not seen the video until you um posted it. I just seen that she had fallen, but I hadn't seen the video. And when I saw her fall, I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is gonna hurt in the morning. <laughs> I just saw also, it again. <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> but also the way she fell is so like she she went like like she kind of bounced like it was a pretty bad fall. Like she and it tried reminded to save me, herself. And it- <laughs> she did. She did. I gotta stop Listen. watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad that ultimately she was okay. Yeah. But she felt like a pro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she didn't make a big deal about it and she was just like, oh, wrong shoes. You know, just <laughs> It was an and- auntie fault, but she doesn't want to call her a fault. Auntie, but she felt like an auntie. <laughs> Listen, she I'm gonna call her auntie and that's just that on that. And <laughs> And she, you're right. It was Auntie Fall. Mm-hmm. I fall. I'm super clumsy. I fall all the time. Right. And it's so funny because her sh- her shoes they they're I not high. They, were, they <laughs> weren't high. But 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 I will say I have fallen like bare feet. Like my right. feet just like say bitch. I and just, just like psych bitch. And then I just fall. For the shit of it, I just fall. Like <laughs> it has nothing to I do with fallen, any of the shoes that I worn. I just fall. <laughs> I have fallen going upstairs, and <laughs> when Candace and I were roommates, and one time I was walking up the stairs and I fell, and she just like <laughs> she doubled over and laughed her because she was like, "Bitch, how you fall walking up the stairs?" <laughs> And I'm like, girl, it's a struggle. You just don't know. That's why we didn't have a two-story house because we were going, we are visiting a two-story house, and I fell on the stairs, and my parents were like, no, we're getting a (laughs) one-story. I think that's what it is. I did not grow up in a two-story home, although, I mean... I, I'm, that's probably not what it is. I did mm-hmm. not grow up in a two-story home, but I had enough family members and enough friends mm-hmm. that had two-story homes that I visited enough. Like, mm-hmm. I should be better. That was one thing I was really glad about, like, mm-hmm. with getting into a house is that I don't have to deal with those stairs. <laughs> Honestly, like, especially with my mom, I'm like, I don't want a two-story because I want her to be able to, like, move around the house easily. Right, right. Especially with her special needs. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna keep her. I'm gonna do one story for now. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want a two story house just because I think about. I also don't want to go up the stairs. <laughs> Fuck them stairs. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine now, but I think about getting older. Like, yeah, I have an aunt and an uncle. They have a two story home, mm-hmm. and I 
neither one of them can tell you the last time they've been up to their second story. Because, I mean, they're older now, and it's like, and I just don't want to deal with it. I've also always said I never wanted a home that was so big I couldn't clean it by myself. And so I just think about that. Like, when I'm older, I don't want to be, I don't want somebody living upstairs, and I don't ever know it. Hell. Yeah. My friend lives in a two-story home, and I promise you, they mostly spend their time on the first story, and I'm like, what's the point of the second story? (laughs) Right. Right. (sighs) So, anyways. um, Lucy, I'm not a fan of his recent activity, but his mom, praise God for Mama Boosie, um, got on his ass about his comments about Dwayne and Zaya Wade. Yeah. And honestly, it just makes and, me happy because I'm like, stop being a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I, that was the only reason why I posted that article. I actually didn't even watch the interview. I didn't watch the clip because I wasn't interested in the interview. I just like the fact that his mama <laughs> was Got like, well, shut your damn mouth, right? <laughs> like, yes. And some, I think it was Snoop's mom that made him apologize for all the things he said about Gail and Oprah. Like, listen to your mama, okay? Black moms are legit. Black I just, moms. I saw Craxy out that Planet Fitness was like, we're not going to let you be a member. <laughs> Which Planet Fitness is at the bottom of the gym. <laughs> right, right, right. Because I don't know what's funnier, the fact that Planet Fitness kicked you out or like, right. nigga. Why is you at Planet Fitness? Like I, I would go to Planet Fitness because I'm broke. Why is your ass at Planet Planet Fitness Fitness and I'm broke? (laughs) I will go. Listen, I'm not shitting on Planet Fitness. If I, we have one, but it's kind of out of my way. It doesn't make sense for me to join that one. But it's just like, nigga, why is you at Planet Fitness? Right. It's like ten dollars. Don't you have money? Right. What are you doing? All right. Uh, yeah. That was funny as hell. Oh, Honestly, I was in a group message, like on group me, and somebody was like, it was weird the way they asked the question, because they're like, the way Wade's son, blah, 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 Wade, I forget his original name, but like, how do you feel about him changing his gender? And it was like the way the question was worded was so transphobic, <laughs> and I was like, "I'm not gonna even answer that. I'm just gonna leave it alone." And yeah. to see, like, oddly enough, I saw a black man advocating for trans women in like such a dedicated, passionate way that I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm not gonna have to leave this group. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna be fine being in this group because it's like." Her name is Zaya Wade, and she wants to go by Zaya Wade. And so why would you continue to call her his son? <laughs> okay, so here, here's the thing with that. Because I agree. I've gotten a lot of what do you think about, and I've honestly just ignored it. Yeah. Well, I've, I haven't ignored all of them when it was a group that I felt like a good conversation, you know. But when it was a group that I'm knowing what's going to happen with this conversation, I've just ignored it. But on the flip side, I've seen people like, I cannot think of his name, but that's just one guy I follow on Twitter. Yeah. And he's just like, I mean, he's really defending um, Zaya. 
and he's getting super upset and mm-hmm. calling people home um well transphobic mm-hmm. who were also kind of defending Zaya, but they were saying his son or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Here's my deal with that. Some people are deliberately being obtuse. Yes. Yeah. But for some people, it's gonna take time. Because yeah. I I haven't called I haven't called Zaya his son, but that's because I've but I've caught myself, you know? Like I was mm-hmm. about to say to someone, Why are y'all mad because this man loved his son? But then I caught myself and fixed it and like, you know, his daughter. Some of that mm-hmm. just takes time Time, if it's not what you're used to doing but you can tell when people are being purposely obtuse and a lot of you are like a lot of y'all are out there purposely being obtuse and at the end of the day it's just like you cannot hate this man for loving his child that's number one Mm -hmm. number two you raise your kids and you mess your kids up in your own way okay (laughs) And yeah, <laughs> and I and I mean and I mean that very lovingly, like because mm-hmm. I mean it's not. Listen, children are complicated, and right. Even with my nieces, sometimes in the way I respond to them, I think, oh my god, did I just scar her for life? Right. <laughs> so it's like you pick your way you want to screw up your kids, but if it ain't your child, keep your mouth shut, and mind your own business. And yeah. the other the other part to that too is just surrounded in a lot of ignorance. And I don't I don't when I say ignorance, I truly mean just ignorance. I don't mean that in an ugly way. It's mm-hmm. just that people don't know any better. Because I think from Boosie, which Boosie has just listen. Boosie <laughs> is just so first of all, he talk about dick more than anybody I ever seen but also <laughs> he do he do but also you know he has proven to be very ignorant about a lot of mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. but one thing about it is that he kept saying and he's not the only one alluding to gender reassignment nobody said that and I think that that's right. just a, a that's just a little ignorance it's just people being unaware that trans doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to undergo surgery or that right. I'm going to, you know, that's not what that means. And so I think, cause nobody said that. And first of all, I don't even think, I don't think you can let your child do that in the U S anyway, at that age. I don't think you can. So it's like, calm down. Nobody is saying that they're going to, send this child into surgery like no if that is something that she wants to do later on in her life let her do it but right now as a child that's not what anyone's saying and i'm sorry but i don't know if y'all saw the little clip of them in the golf cart when zaya was talking about looking in the mirror and knowing yourself that baby that baby is full of wisdom okay Mm. and like i teared up when i saw that video because i was like bitch do i know me I don't even know if I know me. <laughs> and here this 12-year-old is like so secure in who she is. Like, right. goodness. <laughs> yeah. I definitely like, in a way, I'm like, I am blessed in the fact that like, I've mostly loved being a woman. Apart from yeah. every time I have my period. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, I love Lord. being a yes, woman Lord. and I love who I am. 
am I I'm sorry for the people who do feel that disconnect and for that reason I don't question them. I don't like right. you feel that disconnect and I'm not about to stress you out about it. You know? I do exactly. feel like I have reservations about that is like so well put Dorian. Yeah, I I have reservations about having full gender reassignment surgery at a young age. But at the same time that's that's not something like I had to deal with, and I'm not going right. to force my opinions on other people. And so, like, there's right. a lot of trans people who commit suicide yes. very early in life because they feel like yes. they have no other option. And I'm like, if I can yes. like validate you so that you will live another yes. day, I'm gonna do it every single fucking time. <laughs> I mean, you got to think about what that feels like to feel like you're in the wrong body. Right. Like, just to even think about somebody else going through that makes me want to cry. Right. To think about somebody else having to feel that. That is, that is just, you know, I'm like you doing any way I can, if I can validate you so that you're here another day, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Yeah. That, that plain and simple. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt you. So I'm like, why would I do that? Like, why would I validate you? (laughs) Doesn't cost you anything. Like, nothing. I think people, though, need to, I do think people need to become more uh, educated about what it means to be trans. And when we say trans, it does not necessarily mean that you've had surgery. surgery. One of my faves, (laughs) T.S. Madison still has her penis okay yeah and t.s madison goes by you know uh feminine pronouns she -hmm. considers herself a woman but she said she doesn't want to get rid of it and she's gonna keep it and we all saw the 22 inch weave we all saw that video clip she has a beautiful one yeah so i was just saying at the same time like i think in general as humans with social media we value our opinions over the feelings of others. And I think, you know, we should work on being more gracious to each other as humans. Because just because mm-hmm. you don't see the people doesn't mean that um, people don't feel the, feel the things that you say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So next yeah. step. Um, <laughs> I love this fucking article so much. <laughs> Uh-oh. And so I'm going to read <laughs> the title of it. Stacey Abrams is quite confident she'll be president. Thank you very fucking much. <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> and honestly, like, yeah. So I'm like, no matter who wins the primaries, I think they should choose a woman because we need that. Um, likely mm-hmm. whoever wins the primaries is going to be an old white man. And so <laughs> I feel like uh Abrams will be good <laughs> as a VP. But I understand that um Biden courted her for the VP position, which she declined, um, explaining you don't run for second place. Okay. But Bernie, <laughs> just say <saying. laughs> Yeah, baby. Because <laughs> I don't trust <laughs> that he's going to be there for that long. Anyways. <laughs> uh, 
So this article is full of so damn shit, so much shade. So, so John Delaney, a man you forgot was still running for president, which I super did. <laughs> announced he was dropping out of the 2020 presidential race, according to Delaney, and turned on the show that he cannot receive enough support in the Iowa caucuses, which was a long time ago, <laughs> to meet the viability. <laughs> which, again, reminds me, why is Tulsi Gabbard here? <laughs> why why here are for? you here? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, uh, and honestly, I feel like Stacey Abr- Abrams would be the person that would fucking win. <laughs> okay. I really feel like she would. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe not this time. Next time we got you. <laughs> we super bloody. Listen, <laughs> I a thousand percent loved how her response. She was just like, "Yes, people are gonna vote for me. I'm gonna right. win." Because let's face it, she won in Georgia. Okay, right. Let's face it, she won. But because, yeah. <laughs> because people cheat and mm-hmm. y'all some crooked motherfuckers, you know. And I just love her. I think she was like, you don't win. You don't run for second place. And I was like, yes, right. bitch. Yes. Yes. But I think whoever wins the Samaran is going to have to have a woman as VP. Like, I don't see how it's not going to happen. But uh, I'm ready for Stacey Abrams, what, 2024? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's going to see black people show up and show out like we did in 2008 and 2012. (laughs) I had to do the math in my head. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Stacey Abrams is that bitch. (laughs) That she is. That Uh, she is. Love her so much. Okay, so. Okay. I'm going to be honest and let you know that I'm not fully sure who Normani is. <laughs> you say what now? I don't know who Normani is. <laughs> All the way. Wait. What? Normani? Who is she? <laughs> are you? Are, no. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm serious. Who is she? <laughs> Wait, wait, Castoya, you play, you playing right? You playing? No, with me. I don't know who she is. Oh, 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 oh! Wow. Um. Oh wow. Why are you shocked? You know I don't know shit, especially when it comes to music. Who is Normani? Oh wow. Okay. So Normani was, you know what? And was, if you hadn't asked me, I like I don't even remember the name of the group she was in now because I don't even like them, but I like her. You mean and, Fifth Har- but, Harmony? But sure, Fifth Harmony. They had that one song that I did like, like you ain't gotta go to work, 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 work. Oh, I know work, that song. Work, but you gotta go to work. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, that's Fifth Harmony. <laughs> okay. She was in that group. And the uh, what's her name? Cabella girl, whatever her name is. Um, Camilla. yeah, Camilla, Camilla Cabello, is that her name? Yeah, yes. Um, Camilla was in that group, and Normani is now a solo artist, though. So she left the group. Hmm. <laughs> I just, I just can't believe that Doyne is really 
Like, I really can't believe you look at me, like, in my African-American face and telling me that you don't know who Normani is. I listen to NPR. I tell you this. I don't know any music. Um, I, too, listen to NPR, and I know Normani. And so she had this, um, I actually don't know what Camilla, I don't know what it was that Camilla said or that her fans said. But all I know is that Blue Ivy was right. (laughs) (laughs) So we all remember when Jay and B were like clapping for Camilla at the award show and Blue was like, Mm. Oh, that and was for those what of you it who was. <laughs> yes, for those of you who can see, because you know this is audio, you know how Blue told them, like, calm the fuck down, put your hands right. down, we ain't Stop clapping. clapping. For that bitch. <laughs> but that's because Camilla's fans were saying very racist things about Normani, and her being the mm. only black girl in the group, I'm sure she got a lot of racist things said to her all the time. And Camilla herself has said some very harmful things in the past. And, um, whew, I just can't believe that you didn't know who Normani was. And so, I'm sorry. And so Blue was like, we don't do that over here. We don't do that over here. We support Normani over here. And so, but in all this time, Normani's never spoken out about it. Okay, so did you watch any parts of the, um, no. Okay. <laughs> of the Fenty of the Fenty Savage runway show? No. <laughs> you know what? I know. I'm just gonna wrap this up and say <laughs> Normani spoke out and because she never spoke out about the things that happened before. Like we all knew what happened, but she never spoke out. And she's finally said, Yes, that shit did hurt my feelings. It really bothered me because we were a group and I thought that this was a safe place. And then for me to find out my group mate was allowing her fans to say these things about me and not correcting them and mm-hmm. liking their tweets and all that kind of stuff. And that her group mate was also saying some pretty hurtful things. But, yeah, you know, the flip side to that is Normani is awesome. The girl is on her way to big things. And mm-hmm. Camilla could never. Right. I'm going to be an Armani fan now. But, um. Yes. <laughs> the other day I was thinking about it. And I was like, I am grateful to be a black woman. Because because of the struggle that I feel, I have empathy for other people. And I'm like, I get that white people don't feel the same way. Because they don't have that pain. <laughs> you know, like, and I get that, like, other races, even the people of color group, don't necessarily have that same empathy because they don't feel the same pain as being a black woman. And I'm like, yes, it's a struggle, but at the same time, I think I'm a better person because of it. <laughs> you don't have to understand that pain to have empathy. And yes, because but a there's lot a lot of things. Won't. A lot of people won't because a lot of people do mask or they do mask isn't the word I was looking for. A lot Mm -hmm. of people do uh, set their understandings around what they too have experienced. But that's shitty. That is shitty. That is shitty. There are a lot of things that I have never been through. But when I see someone else go through it, 
I can only imagine. And that imagining of it is enough for me to get it. I don't understand it because I haven't been through it, but I get it. And I have empathy for you. And so that's what, and, and Camilla, you know, years later was like, Oh, I was so ignorant and I shouldn't mm-hmm. have said, but even the way she even her apology was whack. It was just whack. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, like as black women were very far down on the totem pole. <laughs> and so like that I think that's why we tend to lean towards intersectional femininity. Because it's like, yeah, we've had a lot of injustices that we've dealt with and so we continue to like understand or feel for other people like again when it goes back to the trans things like I don't have that problem but I feel for someone not feeling that understood for the for what they really truly want (laughs) you know or for someone (laughs) to tell you that you're wrong for just being who you are yeah that's crazy to me yeah. So at the end of the day, I'm just like, I think being a black woman made me a better woman than <laughs> uh, so many other people. So, <laughs> but Pretty much. I, I enjoy that. Okay. So we're going to take a second to listen to our sponsors. And we'll be right back. So we're back to poor life decision. Um, and we're going to move Sorry. on to our someone <laughs> something. There is a new app, and actually, honestly, I saw this article in December, and <laughs> it's March, and I'm just now talking about it. But um, so there's a new app that helps people of color find therapists from their same cultural background, and you know. For people who actually go to therapy, not me, <laughs> a lot of times hmm. it's important to not only find a black therapist, but, you know, find a therapist that's, like, close to your culture background. <laughs> so, there were some people that um, thought about, like, the ways that, like, people try to get the information to find a therapist. And they're like, their questionnaires do not seem to be progressive. It lacks the ability to tap into your cultural nuances, which is what makes you an individual. And so I know, like, before in my previous job, I tried to find a um, therapist through ESP. I think that's what it's mm-hmm. called. Or something like that. Anyways. Um, and I was like, hey, can I get a black therapist? And she's like, we can't really screen for that. But I can give you some names, and hopefully they may be black. <laughs> and they weren't. But, um, and I was really stressed out at seeing that many people um, on a list. And, yeah, so it's like, at the same time, like, when it comes to finding a therapist, it is, you know, you need somebody you're comfortable to tell your story to. Right. Um, whether they're black to me, whether they're, you know, Nigerian American, you know, things like that. Like, it's just a lot of things that we really request and require and, like, the system isn't catching up to. 
So it was yeah. really cool for them to see see that problem and be able to work through that and yeah. help us. So um, it was the company's called Ayana, <laughs> and y'all should check it out. Yeah, that sounds really great. You know, I I was very fortunate. Well, I went to my general doctor, mm-hmm. which my general doctor had been tr- she had been trying to get me to see a therapist for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I told her when I was ready, and then I told her what I needed. So mm-hmm. um, I was like, I need I need a black woman. That is who mm-hmm. I want to see. But I was fully prepared to um try one of the uh there was a list on twitter of black therapists and a lot of Mm -hmm. them did uh like teletherapy Mm -hmm. via skype or things like that so i was fully prepared to engage in something like that if i couldn't find anyone local and i just want to take the time to say that i appreciate all of the therapists who are in those little niche areas that recognize that we need you and we mm-hmm. may not necessarily be in a space where we can get to you. Mm-hmm. Like you live in a metropolitan area. It may be easier for you to find like a Nigerian American therapist, a, but that is so niche that I feel like if you were here, it would be much harder to find And I just appreciate those who say, hey, let me expand my menu of services because I recognize that there are people out here who need me who do not live near me. Yeah, I, in a way, maybe it's just I don't really feel the need to, like, go to an office. So I'm like, I think I need somebody who does teletherapy. (laughs) So we can video chat. So I don't like doing therapy via phone because I don't feel a connection with a person. I'm yeah. like, if I could video chat, that would make me feel so much better. So even though yeah. I live in a city, I think I need a video chatting therapist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get it. I wouldn't want to be on the phone either. Mm-mm. I would rather do... I I needed to go in person, and I'm glad I did go in person. And I'm actually in the market for a new therapist and I probably am probably going to end up doing going to someone who does video chat. Yeah. Yeah. And I like being at home. <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> Anyways. Always a plus. So we're going to move along to our pro-life decision. <laughs> so this article literally... Um, I just opened the article tab and say, want to stop being distracted easily? <laughs> I was like, yes, but that's distracting me. I would me. like to. <laughs> <laughs> like, you retrain your attention muscles. Just stay focused with this free guide. I'm like, I don't have time. I'm supposed to be looking at this article. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the article, I don't even know if I was at this crafting with my friend. I was like, hey. I need an idea for a pro-life decision. She's like, I would really like to get organized. I was like, okay, that sounds good. And so (laughs) that's what we're going to talk about, how to organize organize your life. Ten habits are really organized people. Really organized Mm. people are not born organized. They have to cultivate healthy habits. 
which then help them to stay organized. So even if you think you're a very disorganized person, I am, you can learn to be organized. From planning things, starting things down, to ditching the unnecessary and organizing things that matter, you'll become an organized pe- person <laughs> as long as you're willing to learn and practice. So I just want to warn everybody that this article and that this segment is rude as fuck. Okay, <laughs> just letting you all know. Like it starts off, it starts off like okay, but then <laughs> it trans it it well, transforms into rude. So we're gonna start off with the first one, uh, which is really important to me as a human. Write things down. <laughs> We all yes, know someone <laughs> that remembers every birthday and sends cards for every holiday. It's not magic and they don't use memorization. Trying to remember things will not help you stay organized. You should try writing things down. <laughs> and yes, <laughs> I agree. Um, I write everything down and it aggravates me when I'm telling someone else something that's important and they don't write it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they say, as an experience, try writing down people's names shortly after you meet them when they're not looking. Um, <laughs> that is one thing that I am really struggling with. It's like I meet a whole bunch of people and then I don't remember a single yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe I should work on that because I don't remember yeah. anybody's names. And I feel like that's impersonal and I should work on that. <laughs> Uh, so next up was make schedules and deadlines. Organized people don't waste time. They recognize that keeping things organized goes hand in hand with staying productive. They make and keep schedules for the day and week. They make deadlines and set goals. And most importantly, they stick to them. And they use stickers and not several colored of pens. <laughs> that is not a part of the article. Someone is freestyling. Yes. <laughs> I I definitely have to set deadlines and schedule. I yeah. definitely have to. <laughs> As an experiment, look at your bucket list or make one. Write down the things you want to achieve this year or in your life. Then write down what you need to achieve them. Life is short. Make sure you're doing what matters to you most. And if you need help on that, they have a wonderful guide and article notes. Next up, don't procrastinate. (laughs) Are you talking to yourself? I'm talking to both of us. (laughs) I'm not a big procrastinator. (laughs) Kay. As long as it is something that I don't detest Mm -hmm. i won't put it off i put off things that i just absolutely do not want to do like i'm bad about it okay so the longer you wait to do something the more difficult it will be to get it done if you want your life to be less stressful and less demanding then organize as soon as you can putting in the effort to get things done as soon as possible will lift the weight off of you doing it later it really does. As an experiment, think of one thing you should do to organize your life. Write it down. Then write down when you can do it and when you need to get it done. 
if you can't get it done right now, or if you can get it done right now, then go do it. I have a pile of shoes in my kitchen area that I could actually put in the shoe rack that I have. And so that's the thing that I'm like, oh, I could get it done. I don't know why. I'm just keeping it over there. (laughs) Oh, now you're talking about things like that, and I am a procrastinator. Yes. I just don't want to do it, and it's like, no, I don't want to do it. <laughs> but it's like, literally takes two seconds when I get in the house exactly. to put my shoes up in the right place. Why do I don't do it? Okay. So that kind of help takes us to the next area. Give everything a home. It's easy yes. to get lost if you don't have a home. Keeping your life organized means keeping your things in their proper places. Organized people keep order by storing things properly and by labeling storage spaces. I know... Especially now during election season, I get a lot of mail that I'm like, why? <laughs> I don't want this. Why are you giving me mail? <laughs> y'all, let me tell y'all about the kind of text messages that Doya receives <laughs> from these people's, like, from their camps. <laughs> and it's like, hey, will you vote for Klobuchar? And Doya is like, Hell no! And then she'll come back and say something like, I'm sorry, that was mean, but no, I don't really like her. Like, that's just crazy. That was, first of all, get, I, it, I get straight. it straight. I no, said no, no, that I wasn't, wait, 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 I was not trying to, I was about to say, I was not trying to report, like, factual what happened. I'm just giving yeah. an, I'm trying to give a synopsis of yeah. she gets I just those want texts, you to know I get those texts too. That was Bloomberg. <laughs> I get those texts too and I just kind of like ignore them. Like I never say anything. But Doya actually talks to these people and she's like, uh, I don't know. I like her hair, but I'm not really sure. Right. That was Klobuchar. <laughs> and then I talked to a Bernie supporter today and I was like, yeah, I'm voting for Ooh. Liz. But like, I was like, thank you for reaching out. I know it's probably grueling. And he was like, no, it's not grueling because I like really care about the cause. I'm like, okay, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, at the end of the day, we're all on the same team. Beat Trump. <laughs> And this I is how like, I feel like you are like a breath of fresh air to these people because I'm sure they get like ignored all the time. Like right. me, I just get the text and I'm like, girl, bye. And I move on. They're right. always, they're, they are always reminding me when the last day to register to vote in mm-hmm. my area is. And I'm like, bitch, I'm already registered and I'm not voting for your person. So leave me alone. I just want them to know so they can go ahead and check the numbers correctly. But also, I'm my father's child, and so I will talk to a while if I have to. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I was like, I really felt bad for telling the Bloomberg person, hell no. So I was like, "Um, I'm sorry, absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry for that side note. (laughs) Yeah. So as far as story space says... It says, never label a storage space as miscellaneous. Um, this is the thing that I'm going to have to pray about because I, <laughs> I am big about a junk drawer because <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, but if it's, if it's labeled junk, then it's not miscellaneous. 
K. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. I'm just trying to help you. Okay, okay. Um, declutter regularly was the next one. So find time each week to organize. Highly organized people. Make sure mm-hmm. they find time every week or more or more to organize their things. Stuff does not stay organized on its own. It needs to be reorganized continuously and consistently. As an experiment, look at your schedule and find a time to organize. Then do it. Rude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next up, keep only what you need, which is even ruder. <laughs> more stuff means Isn't more, it? <laughs> more clutter. People who live organized lives only keep what they need and what they really, really want. I don't know what they're talking about because I really, really want everything that I have, but... <laughs> Having fewer things also means that you enjoy those things more and feel better about using everything you own rather than letting half of what you own collect dust. All I'm saying is, once again, I would just like everyone to keep in mind that this this segment gets ruder by the minute. I'm just warning you. Because the next, the next tip, that's all I'm saying. As an experiment, write down the number of things you think you actually need. Then write a list of all no! things you own. <laughs> if the number of things you actually own exceeds your need list, then it's time to organize. <laughs> but sometimes you need multiple things to fill one need. Like, no. Who's doing this? Who is doing this? I feel so attacked. I feel so attacked. Okay, so next step. Know where to discard items. Do whatever you can to get rid of stuff. Less stuff means less clutter. Donate to thrift stores. Sell on Craigslist or eBay. But don't keep it forever and ever saying you're going to sell it on Craigslist or eBay, which is my problem. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Take a trip to the recycling center. Set up a garage sale. Once again, don't keep it forever and ever. Say you're going to do a garage sale. Find a place to get yeah. rid of your things. Um, yeah, I'm, say I'm that pretty again. good. Find a place to get rid of your things. <laughs> I'm pretty good about just donating because if I... Well, let me... T- <laughs> I'm good about making up my mind to donate it. Now, we're not mm-hmm. going to talk about how long it actually mm-hmm. rides around in the trunk of my car. <laughs> right. Because I have a box from December of stuff I was going to give away. And it still have not moved from my bedroom. Selling selling things just feels like it takes too much effort. I'm just... Right. I, I, it takes too much effort. I'd rather just give it away. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And, and then I'm like, oh, I don't want to give away the goodwill because I'm going to charge people. So I need to, like, put it with a women's shelter, and then I don't do that. There you go. Yeah. So I there need to work go. on putting it in the right places, at least. Okay. Yeah. I so, ran into that issue when I was moving because I got all new furniture. So, mm-hmm. but every, like, <laughs> everywhere doesn't take furniture. So mm-hmm. I ended up having to go with Salvation Army for my furniture not mm. only because they take it, but also because they come and pick it up. Not everywhere comes to pick it up. And so it's like, 
I try not to do that because Salvation Army, not only do they charge, but they charge a lot. Um, but yeah, I ran into that same problem. <laughs> yes. Yes. So next up, stay away from bargains. Um, I'm going to say this again. Stay away from bargains. <laughs> I do not appreciate your tone, <laughs> nor do I appreciate you saying these words to me. Amen. <laughs> so you remove the things you don't need. Will you replace them when you see something on sale? <laughs> Instead of bargain shopping without planning ahead, write down exactly what you need and buy only those items. Organized people do not give in to false advertising. <sighs> <laughs> items on sale will only produce more clutter as an if it's on sale then you should buy it <laughs> as an experiment go to a shopping mall with no money just look at all the things on sale that you wish you could buy if you brought your wallet or purse <laughs> if you find nothing then go for you if you made a list then keep that list somewhere I look at it a month from now. If you still want it, then it's safe to buy. And so they say that, but like I am dedicated in my desires. <laughs> so a month later, I'm still going to want it. <laughs> right, exactly. I'll try to tell, because actually, I'm pretty good at setting, which this is more being fiscally responsible than it is being organized, but I'm pretty good at setting a limit for what I'm going to buy in one month. And mm -hmm. then... I'll see something that I want. I'm just going to wait till next month, but I'm still going to go get it. So right. it's like. Hey, like you just, <laughs> yeah, you just delayed what I wanted, but I'm still going to get it. Right. Still <laughs> yeah. So next step, delegate responsibilities. A really organized life is not overfilled with responsibilities, meetings, and deadlines. In fact, it has less because things that create stress have been slowly organized out. As an experiment, look at your to-do list or make one. Go through the list and find one task that you can remove from your list or give to someone else. Now feel the stress of having to do it all the way. Uh, I think this is specifically an issue that women deal with because they're like, you're not going to do it right, so I'm going to do it myself. And yeah. <laughs> I'm bad about it. I'm bad about it. As you can. <laughs> yeah. Um... And lastly, work hard. Put in a little effort. Actually, put in a lot of effort when necessary. Once you have delegated responsibilities and made a schedule, then you can organize what you have to do <coughs> and when you can do it. Staying organized is not all a breeze. It requires you to work hard with recognition that when you work harder, you can enjoy a clutter-free home life later. <sighs> work far harder when you feel like giving up today <laughs> and tomorrow and the day after that <laughs> I am not I am not participating I am not that's all I'm gonna say what's more important to remember is what you work for is meaningful to you and this is how you can stay motivated and happy every day so yeah <laughs> This is how we're supposed to get organized, and it's not easy. Much like anything else we do in life, but, you know, we do things we don't feel like doing to get where we want to be. Yeah. <laughs> so this article has a lot of resources on better organization. So we definitely um, 
encourage you to look at the podcast notes so that you can go check out ways to be more organized. And so, yes. <laughs> we're going to move because... to... Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. We're going to move to our favorite part of the pod, the buy you a drink. <laughs> um, mine is a little more serious, so let me go first. Wait, is yours serious or is it lighthearted? It's goofy. Okay, let me go first so I can get it out of the way and then we can end on a happy note. <laughs> okay. So I would like to offer up a prayer and also a drink for whoever needs it. But I'd like to offer up a prayer for um, one of my classmates and uh, a very good friend of mine. They lost their mother a couple mm. of days ago. Um, and it's just these things so easily, you know, kick you into that whole existential crisis and Mm -hmm. you know it's just is this what being an adult is i hate it here and yeah i don't like (laughs) dealing with these things like i don't like dealing with these things but you know um i really want to offer a prayer to them to that whole family it's a family that i love very dearly and Mm -hmm. to know that your your mother was such a kind woman and such a loving mother and she will be missed by so many people and also just to tell everybody you know just love up on the people that you love and Mm -hmm. the older we get the more we realize how short life is and so all those that we love tell them you love them and love up on them and that's it. Lighten the um, mood, Doyen. <laughs> I will. I will tack on to that and say that, okay. like today in church, I realized that, like, I felt like I had been more resilient in my life since my dad passed, and mm-hmm. today I realized that, like, it was partially God carrying me, <laughs> like all yeah. this time, and like favoring me and helping me all this time, and. That was just really impactful for me to be like, oh, God has never failed me, right. you know, in this time when when I was mad at him <laughs> for, like, taking my dad and everything. Like, he's been there and he's been faithful all yeah. this time. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to move on to my drink. Yes. <laughs> and I'm buying a drink for stretchy clothes because, you know. <laughs> hey, man. Amen. I wear <laughs> just about every morning when I have to go walk Roxy, I'm in these yoga pants or workout pants and my hoodie. And I'm like, and, and then I wear well, a sorority hoodie. <laughs> I got it. I got it. And I'm just out there and I'm like, oh, it's stretchy clothes and it's warm. I can walk her, and it's perfect. And I just love that, like, you know, sometimes all your clothes don't have to fit tight. Like, <laughs> sometimes Listen. your clothes just gives you some grace. <laughs> Yoga pants are manna from heaven. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm at home... If I'm at home, I'm in yoga pants. Like, right. I wake up on Saturday morning, 
and I usually take a shower and put on a fresh pair of yoga pants <laughs> because yeah. it's nothing like them. They're just amazing. Am I going to go do yoga? No, no. but these pants <laughs> help me live my best life. <laughs> right. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is like, cause I do hot yoga. And so for hot yoga, no. I don't even wear pants. Like I have yoga shorts on, <laughs> but I love my workout pants, especially the ones with pockets. <laughs> Listen, so, you know, I told you the other day as a reward for going to work when I didn't feel like it, I went to a boutique and bought two dresses. Mm-hmm. Both dresses have pockets. Ooh. <laughs> That's so sexy. Oh, I love it. And I wore, I wore one of them like the very next day to work, and everybody like, everybody was like, "Ooh, that's cute." And the first thing I say is, "It has pockets." Like it has pockets. If you're wearing something super cute, and I compliment you on it, and you don't immediately tell me that it has pockets, you fake. Okay. Like my <laughs> ideal wedding dress will have pockets. Like I know. <laughs> Listen, that is genius when you think right. about it. You think well, about also, it, I have, like, an insulin pump. And so, like, if I have a pocket, I can, like, slip the corners. So I can, like, See? put my See? pump in my pocket and take insulin See? without having to pull my whole dress up. It's perfect. Pockets are amazing. And maybe we should buy a drink for pockets. <laughs> Let's, buy a drink. Let's buy a round for pockets, okay? Because pockets are amazing. Pockets are great. <laughs> so, Doyen, why don't you tell everyone how they can talk to us? Okay, so we are on the Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision, One Decision, because we're changing them one at a time. That's also the name of our Etsy page, uh, Poor Life Decision, One Word. We are also on the Twitter as PLD Pod. Um, Chris keeps the lit with the TV tweets. I just come in with drive-bys or random shit because that's who I am. <laughs> um, you can also email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. You can definitely send an owl, but please send it to my balcony because I feel like my dog would freak out if like an owl rolls up in my house. <laughs> Also, owls have really long legs, <laughs> and we don't know how to deal with saw, that. Doyen <laughs> finally saw the legs of an owl. Like I could, like now, now I feel like if an owl is walking, it's strutting. Like your legs are too long to just walk. It struts. Okay. Yeah. Just don't send us any fucking pigeons because we don't catch pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> Also, want to remind everyone to check out our Etsy shop. Cute, cute, cute merch. Like, buy it for your best friend at work. You know, you got that one person. Like, when they ain't work, you're when they're not at work. You're like, why am I here? Yes, <laughs> buy her, buy her a cute little T-shirt. Your favorite cousin needs a new mug. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. cute merchandise to buy all the people that you love in your life. Awesome. Um, don't forget to leave us a review. Yes. Yes. Be sure you go to um, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Leave a review. Rate us five stars or, well, there are no more than five. So five. <laughs> the rest do not work. Um, make sure you leave a great review and we're going to read it and you're going to be internet famous. Podcast famous. 
All right. And By so- the way, I think Mercury's in Metrograde again. Yeah. <laughs> and so I just want to tell y'all to take a moment to take care of yourself. Uh, give yourself yeah. a hug. Drink some water. Maybe do some meditations. Mm-hmm. You know, take care of yourself because shit mm-hmm. is real. <laughs> And listen, don't let Mercury have you buying up all them Girl Scout cookies, okay? Take mm. it easy. Take it Ooh. easy. They all so they I finally tried those when I was coming cookies. out of Lowe's. Sorry. I tried Did those like toffee them? cookies. Yeah, and I ate two of them, and I was like. <laughs> that was a lot of, like, you know, self-restraint to only eat two of them. Oh, so they're it. good? Yeah, I love them. Oh, yeah, I just like peanut butter. And shortbread. I'm not touching the rest of those cookies. Um, I'm trying to get to the one seventies. <laughs> I got me. Go help me. <laughs> I got me one box. I got me. <laughs> Y'all. <know what> I, <laughs> I promise I'm educated. I bought one box of shortbread for me, and mm-hmm. I got Granny two boxes of caramel delights. And I dropped those off to her today. Oh, Samoas. And we're going to keep it pushing. We're going to keep it pushing because everybody knows Caramel Delights. Those are her favorites. And so she was really excited when I came to the door with those. But I I, I need to get some peanut butter. I like the patties. Um, I haven't had any. So I need to get some. Tagalogs? They're peanut butter patties. Okay. So I had the tagalogs, I had the toffee cookies, and they basically like the shortbread cookies with toffee in it, which yeah. makes it amazing for my life. Yeah. I have some Oas, and I have thin mints, and I haven't touched a single box. I've had it for almost a month. <laughs> I haven't Ooh. touched a single box, and I tried the toffee ones, and they were good. You've practiced a lot of restraint. I am, listen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Making uh, good choices and whatnot. I'm just trying to get to one series. <laughs> <laughs> Which means I actually need to like go to the grocery store and stop ordering me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna make that commitment. All right, guys. <laughs> um, like Doyen said, make sure you're drinking water, taking care of yourself, take it easy, mm. be good to yourself, and be kind to others. And that's all we have. And leave these Aries niggas alone. (laughs) Leave leave them alone. Leave them alone. (laughs) (laughs) Love y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Long way from session A, big wave, he gon' have to get saved. Ryan in no farming, she been on the forest. I know I went there for you, at least I said I'm sorry. You know what it was, I told you that I was hardest. I'm emotionally scarred, that ain't even your fault, but don't listen to them haters trying to feel you.